This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know what is poppin' everybody and welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, I'm here with my only friends. And Toy Two! Am I separate from your only friends? Because you're here with your only friends and Tortua. No, I like it. This is exactly yeah. what we talked about yesterday. Okay. Are, you like my, okay? are you like my pet then? Mm. Yo, what? I might like be. Yeah, I'm your pet tortoise. <laughs> yo, yo, bro. Just listen, listen. When we're like when, this summer, when we're at uh, Horseshoe in Paris and we're walking around, you're like, "Hi, I'm Conrad, and this is my pet tortoise." <laughs> Can we get a uh, like a warning tortoise crossing shirt for you? Yes. So it's yes. like a, I mean, I got the, we can probably I got make the that. tortoise shirt on right now. I know it's Friday. Maybe we. I we, gotta get back to my tortoise roots, man. I fucking I'm out there fucking jamming Jack Hive on the bubble of a fucking goddamn satellite. Oh my god! You yeah. did what? Yeah. yeah. There might have been some influence. We from don't know. A, we think it's right though. I I'm a fan. But, yeah, but you know the, the old tortoise would have never did that. You know he also just folded Ace Five Suited recently, right? Yeah, what, see, you should have the shirt. I know, did someone say fuck? <laughs> I think we should do something with the shirts at some point. Like, we should bring them, like, every Friday, you know? Mm-hmm. It, like, we got a shirt bit. Yeah. Yeah, I got, the, I got the blanket back today, you know? You had to get the blanket hey, back. You're, the shirt you're blinding the people. You start oh, hi, Bark. Wearing one? Hey, Bark. What do you say? Can, can, can the shirt bit be that Landon starts wearing one? <laughs> I, wore Listen, sw- I wore a sweatshirt yesterday. It's Friday. Sun's you know? out, guns out, baby. Yeah. No, you uh, look ridiculous. You don't look good, guys. <laughs> we- All right. This I'm is, chilling on the beach right now. This is a right national now. show, Landon. You know, Worldwide. We- international. What are you talking award about? Award-winning. Award-winning. And you treat it as though you're going to the goddamn gym. I was at he was the, at gar- the gym. I was in the garage. He's got, he yeah. was at the gym, and then he's leaving here and going back to the gym. I got to finish my workout, man. Yep. He's he's Matt, like in a gym sandwich Matt, right now. Matt thinks that this is unhealthy. <laughs> Matt's Matt, Matt scared. I think it's an unhealthy obsession, but hey. I don't know. The gym is the bread, and, the Bur- and, and Landon is the meat in the middle. Here you go, mean? Brian. Thank you. This is for kids. This is a kid's show yep. that we've learned every day is a kid's show. <laughs> yep, yeah, Guapo's out here just recommending this to children. <laughs> what, what happened? What, what did I miss? Guapo this had on Guapa, the, the, the yeah, suitable for children setting. <laughs> <laughs> we never say anything inappropriate on this. No, no absolutely not. It's fine. Guapo, <laughs> please put me on the confidence monitor. Otherwise, I'm going to have to talk over Lamanna the entire show. <laughs> Listen, Sounds man, good. I'm fired up today. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly had a cup of coffee, and we know how that blends with the tortoise. Oh, it's just going to be had, a lot. I had a big, big cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> it, it was called punting last night. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Woo. How did you It wasn't a punt. We ran it through the solver. Color. I'm making 50 bucks with that shove. It wasn't a punt, but, you know. You're basically what, rich. It was not tortoise approved. <laughs> it was not tortoise approved. Care what are you saying, Hmm? You care to fill I, the people in? Yeah, I <laughs> you just uh, want to talk about things that they don't know anything about. I said I, I jammed Jack High with, on the bubble. That's all they need to know. <laughs> you went all no, in with the uh, Jack yeah, High. Yeah, so I had there was a uh, giving away seven seats. Uh, There's eight left. Eight was eight was going to get uh, like a quarter of a seat, and um, I had ten and a half blinds. There was only one smaller stack. Um, I had nine blinds. And it folded me in the cutoff. I was fairly confident that the small blind was had a seat locked up and was just folding range. Uh, button was probably folding everything but kings plus. Um, and uh, and the big blind had uh, twelve blinds. So I shoved the jack ten suited, just trying to pick up the blinds. And uh, big blind woke up with queens, and I did not get there. You got caught speeding. That's caught speeding. Yeah. Exactly. You know they say it only that shove that that shove move. It only works. It works every time but once. <laughs> boy, did I, boy did I find that out. It works every time. Every but time once. but once. And the amount of like old adages from poker back in the day, from like many years uh, since its origins, are so down bad. Like the no, always great. leave yourself out. It's like, bro, yes. you don't want to be betting with equity. What are we doing here? Listen, man, that's what makes 
the crepe. That's the fabric of this game. What are you <laughs> talking about? That is the lifeblood of poker. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, I but do we ran it through the sim. We, we're trying to figure out all the, you know, we got Matt Hunt on the case. You know, he ran it like 15 times with different node locks and figuring out this. So we came to the conclusion that the shove is probably good and it probably makes money, but felt bad. It can't, <laughs> it can't be bad is our, is our answer. It can't be bad, which like, I wish, that's why I, I, I wish I had bad. Matt Hunt on like uh, speed dial. I would have had him do this last night and I would have been able to sleep better. I mean, what are you saying? You know, it could definitely be bad. It could be bad. That's what I'm saying. It could be it could, bad. Could yeah, I said, be I bad. said the fact that it's so. I think it's close. I think it's probably a fold because when when it's that close, you're assuming everyone else is playing correctly, and they're just not. I also I think know. in a satellite, you have ten and a half blinds. You're not that short. Right. Exactly. You know, and when you're called, you're out. It's right. not like I know that Landon's well, going to make a case for. I almost got. I mean, there. you're out. No, I mean if I, if a if a ten jack or eight hit the river, I'm I. You're actually in. I'm in. Are are, are we really gonna do this? Well, this I'm, I'm gonna... just not out. I have <laughs> equity with my hand. It's not much, but I'm not out. But it's it's very low is the point because their calling range is specifically pairs. Correct. Above the jack. Yes. So ten percent. So it's not time, it's I'm not in. like you can it's not like Jamie Ace Deuce off where. Right. Barring them having aces, you have thirty percent equity always. Like no, I know. You're right. I, I I agree, man. I agree. Landon doesn't. Landon, doesn't. <laughs> listen. Let please you like let, shoving the cards that touch. Right. Landon has given me all the copium I need, and I want it. And put it into my veins. I'm a copium please. dealer right now. Yes. No, I like. I think it's. I, I think it's. <laughs> you Yo, look Brian. like a fucking copium dealer. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think it's good, man. Burke, how you doing? You uh, you won some money last night. Wow, I did win some money. I didn't win as much as I should have. Me either. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm on the uh, based. I'm on the the feeling entitled train. Uh, no, the game was good. Uh, the stand up, it's so funny, man. the The stand up game is so Jesus good for poker. Christ. What? The stand up game made everyone lose their fucking minds. I, you know, it, it's it's funny because. Uh, I don't. I don't want to talk too much strategy around no, the stand-up no, game because of the effect it has on on the environment or whatever. But I think people, <laughs> I think people were like greatly overweight. A, how big the expense of the the punishment is. So in this instance, we were playing for three big blinds per person. So it's gonna if you lose the stand-up game six-handed, you're gonna lose like eighteen bigs. Man, and that it's sucks. Pride. Don't get me don't get me wrong. It sucks, but. You know, it's not, it's not terribly expensive. Um, not something it's, like torching your stack for, right? Uh, well, <laughs> perhaps. Who knows? I'm not here to debate that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what I find to be hilarious, and also like what I greatly enjoy about it, is that all of the mechanics of good poker immediately break down. Yeah. When this bounty comes into play, like if you did splash pots of uh, let's assume that the stand-up game ends in an orbit every time, right? Okay. So let's assume that there are three big blinds added to every single pot. So if we did a three big blind splash pot, I said, oh, I don't want to talk strategy. And now I know, here. right? <laughs> Corey, you can't help if yourself. We, if we did a three <laughs> big cook, blind splash pot, if we did a three big blind splash pot every hand for an orbit, the, the standard opening size would not suddenly become 6x. Right. But that's the natural adjustment that comes into the game mm -hmm. is that everybody wants to win the hand pre- they just treat it as though everyone's been dealt seven deuce and it's a race to see who can get the showdown with seven deuce to claim the bounty. And <laughs> it, it's so fucking unhinged. Like Ishan's three betting button with 10, three off uh, Masato's opening to six X and three betting to like 26 X or 30 X. Like we just suddenly start playing five X the stakes of, of what we have in front of us. And I'm just sitting there giggling, going, the stand-up game's making me so rich. Because I'm just like <laughs> playing normally. Let them uh, cook. There man. Was, let them let them cook. There was they're, one they're hand cooking. that Yeah, there was one hand that I regret uh Ace during nine? the stand-up game. No. No, I think that's like totally reasonable. We were the strata was on, we were only 80 blinds effective. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um and Masato just seemed like he was up to no good. And he three bets so fucking big that like, what else are you gonna do? Um, I think my hand probably mixes fold and jam, but whatever. Uh, no, there was a hand where it was a limp pot seven ways during the stand-up game where I had king seven of diamonds and it came king seven deuce rainbow. 
uh, I bet one big blind, Masada raised to, I guess, seven big blinds. So a little less than pot. And the accountant cold called. And I just know the accountant has a king 100% of the time. Uh, and I leveled myself thinking that he is going to read into further aggression. Basically, like what I thought to myself was, okay, if I just call, Masato is going to check back almost always when checked to. So mm -hmm. I'm going to have to take the aggression on the turn somehow anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, and if I choose a small raise size, um, it's just going to look like I have a set or two pair almost always because it's so hard to find bluffs on King 7 Deuce. Oh, is it? But, <laughs> well, I mean, in in their minds, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I would I would just like take a seven to the face here where I don't think either of them have a good hand, you know? Um, so I was thinking like, Everybody's overreacting to wanting to sit down. That perhaps if I just overbet Jam, he'll think that I'm just trying to steal the pot and sit down in a spot where he's clearly capped at one pair and maybe level himself into a call. And he ends up folding like stone top of range. He folds fucking king queen. Must be so nice. Like, oh, it's so brutal. What do you mean, must yeah. be nice? People fold to you. I had not when he two. has that hand. <laughs> what are you? I just want. Hi? I just want someone to fold me one time. Folded out his equity, Burke. Good try, job. Try, ha try having a hand every now and again. Yeah, Landed how do you might... do that? You know how much poker I've played and not had a hand? Because you are <laughs> a slave to a machine. Poker's so Honestly, much easier you're not even, when you, you make You're hands. not even a slave to a machine. That, that's, that's a lie. You're a slave to the bottom of your range. I love <laughs> yeah. No one looks like and King I, 10 off from under the gun 8 and says, yes, time to triple it off every time. Like when you make I, I mean, hands, you don't even have to be good at poker. Just get the one. The funny part is, is like I think you think that like somehow you're wide in spots that other people aren't. Like you think Conrad and I are ever looking at King Ten off under the gun, and we're not just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you are. But but the difference is, is that we don't already have it predetermined in our head that we've rolled high for the next three streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, it's just how the game works though it doesn't have no. to be the, the thing is is that you're you claim to randomize but your button is fucking broken <laughs> i just i keep landing on uh put the money in i don't it's understand. called uh, it's called gretzky dice where you keep he, rolling he 99s <laughs> he always starts his text with i rolled 98 and it's like no you fucking didn't <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, with the king yeah. eight, I did. I rolled a ninety. That one, I actually, I actually mixed for it. It's fair. What a, <laughs> do, do you want to divulge how you mix or what you use to mix? Yeah, I just use a chip marker. So when I shuffle chips playing live, you can look at it like a clock. And most casinos have some form of marker you can use. And if it's closer to the right side, like it's a one o'clock, that's passive. And if it's eleven o'clock, it'd be aggressive. Right. So if you're chip, mm -hmm. if you're randomly chip shuffling and then you look down at whatever time you can then if randomize it lands right at midnight, you just roll again. If it lands at 100, I'm in. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a, oh so if it lands right, right at midnight, that's 100. Yeah. And okay. it always lands uh, on midnight. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's midnight I, randomizing. I would, argue, mm -hmm. I would argue that that's not very random. I've played with this where I just sit and shuffle chips a bunch and keep looking at the chip. And very rarely does the chip rotate. No, it rotates. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm sure it does. And I'm sure you just keep landing at 99 over and well, over and over again. It doesn't have to be the exact chip on top, right? Wouldn't you just shuffle and it's no. one of the ones in the middle? Correct. Of course. You can pick course, whatever chip what you I'm want, saying, right? Yeah, I understand. What I'm saying is, like, if you have a tendency to have them fucking looking like a, a clock dial you where midnight's facing up and that's going to get you the high side and you don't really rotate your you know, wrist much when you shuffle, you're going to keep fucking landing a lot of, A lot of people just look at the clock, right? They just look at the clock, and, and if it's... I get, yeah, oh, but that's, in a cash that's game, truly random. Right. I guess if you're in a cash game, you can't do this, but if you look yeah, if you look at the clock and it's like whatever whatever the seconds say, I mean, right? Yeah, some people just have like a stopwatch going on their phone. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm going to say, so and like I'm that. just going to I'm going to leave it at this: is that when people say that, oh my God, like you're so aggressive, you bluff so much, it's actually just the normal amount that you should be bluffing. But because it's such an outlier type of event that right. bluffing keeps occurring, most, most people under bluff. So when you bluff correctly, it seems like a lot. Correct. Wait, if you take 100% of the bottom, it's not bluffing correctly, is it? 
It depends on the spot, because like sometimes when you do open like a, a low frequency hand and then you want to have like the bottom of that category, it will be used pretty aggressively. But if you're not finding the bottom opens, you're going to have less bluffs as, as a default, right? When you open hijack, like ace-eight off is a mixed open yeah, pre, sure, 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 sure. right? So if you have that hand and I the board think... comes like queen-jack-four, turn five-river-six, money should be going in. I, I think Conrad's point is... <laughs> I think Conrad's point is is, is that uh, if if things mix at a frequency, and you tend to be on the <laughs> correct or overcorrect side of that frequency in a specific region, like let's call it the bottom of your range, then you probably are over bluffing, not because your overall bluffing frequency is too much. <laughs> what? Because you know what? he's like because He's because like whipping words over here. Are too much. You know what? Man, so, we should we should have had we should have had Matt, Matt, Matt Hunt in uh, today. Just start calling like, me and see what happens. What you're getting torched, bro. See uh, <laughs> what happens. But to further my point, like say King Ten has bluffing properties, but it it mixes like passively as well. The reason why it's going to mix is you know due to the the construction of the range that calls. It, it's going to have like some unblocking properties that allow. So like let's say it's a a sixty. 40 mix of uh check versus bluff and you just always bluff with that one and not some others yeah you're gonna get called a little bit more often and that's why it's supposed to check man you know <clears throat> you know these things i'm just uh well it's just, just reminding a, you I that mean, in live it matters it's just like a frequency thing because when you look at it as a whole there's going to be some hands that uh are just going to be very hard to intuit as a bluff but because of the you don't want to give opponent blocker properties that work for them when it comes to bluff catching yeah yeah, right so like if you're supposed to mix with one and then also mix with another but if you pure bet one and pure check the other you're probably gonna be fine as long as like the frequencies are intact sort of idea but at the same time it's just the notion that bluffing doesn't happen as much as is that if you start trying to find them the truth, like the real answer is like no one's really as aggressive as a solve, like right. genuinely yeah. as aggressive as right. a solve. It's just right. how but close nobody, are you? Nobody's also as yeah. Nobody's also as balanced as a solve is the thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, with all of that uh, now being discussed. My mic's all fucked up. Uh, with all that being discussed, I am officially on a winning streak. Wow. Damn. It's Just fucking baseball four, how season. Many, how many in a row is this? Five? Well, no. It's, it's four and, a, and an asterisk mark. We win one today. That's two in a row. We win one tomorrow. That's called a winning streak. It has happened before. I am... The uh, Cleveland Indians uh, live streams. <laughs> I thought you're not allowed to be associated with Cleveland. I'm not. I'm not. But Major League is one of the all-time great baseball movies. I've uh, never seen it. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes is it's, the man. It's really good. It really is so good. What is it called? Major, Major League. League. Major okay. League. It's just like a parody idea. It's a funny movie. Uh, it's, a, it's a good movie. Just a good movie. Yeah, but like, yeah. what's it about? It's a comedy movie about a, a baseball baseball team who sucks really bad. Ah, uh, they're just made up by a bunch of misfits. Yeah, the owner misfits, doesn't want to spend right. a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's basically they, this podcast in baseball form. <laughs> <laughs> yes. he's back, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. He's back. Uh, yeah, we need to get we need to get a. Uh, <laughs> so who's the, Rick Vaughn? In the in the I pod. Mean, mm. Mm. I mean, Landon. It's got to be Landon, right? Landon, maybe. I don't know these people. Uh, I don't know who they are. No way. The the tortoise yeah. is definitely Tom Berenger. <laughs> yeah, the tortoise is definitely Tom Berenger. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it, I I know that I know that we're making the joke because, uh, or we're making the association because they're both black or whatever. But like Conrad and uh, Wesley Snipes' character have so much in common in the sense that they can't be talked off of. Uh, <laughs> like what, <laughs> so true. What it's it is so they true. do, 
right? Like he makes that basket catch. He's like, yeah. nice catch, Hayes. Don't ever fucking do it again. And he just like looks at him funny. It's like, that's like talking to Conrad. Like, yeah, yeah you got away with one, but don't do it again. He's like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, please, Conrad, don't fire this deuce to seven 5K again. I know you final tabled it once, but <laughs> so wait, am, I Lou, am I Lou Brown in this scenario? Ooh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you might be. Every time I see you hit a ball in the air, that's 10 push. <laughs> that's pretty great. Every time I see you open King 10 off under the gun, that's 10 push ups. Oh, I don't man. know. But yeah, uh, I, I am official on a win streak. If you count Poker Go, this is five straight. Let's go. Uh, I've, I've erased that 200K downswing that we had in two sessions a few weeks ago at Live the Bike. I don't know, man. You did. I, I can tell from nice. the running tab, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell by uh, how, how good we're doing based off of when he gets absolutely wrecked and then it starts crawling <laughs> back. I'm like, okay, good. We're back to a normal number. <laughs> <laughs> Burke, did you, yeah. are, did you, are your headphones broken and taped together? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it, uh, like, it looks all crooked. And I'm like, yeah, no, and I see a piece of tape. So what happened, <laughs> yeah. see, see what had happened was uh, they snapped in my book bag like years mm. ago. Matt got angry. Ago. Uh, yeah, Hulk mode. Um, and I got like that JB weld. So it's mm -hmm. like that liquid yeah, it's cement a two -part or whatever. System. Yeah. And I welded it back together. Um, but I was in a hurry <laughs> to come here. And I put tape over top of the JB weld, obviously, to like reinforce. But I was in a hurry to come here. And I didn't have any other headphones with me, and I knew I needed them for the podcast and to work out. So I mm -hmm. threw these in my bag, and the JB Weld snapped. <laughs> oh. So now we got a dangler. Got <laughs> a dangler, sorry. Got a dangler. Like the, like the old, you know, King 3 suited idea. Like you're playing PLO, and it's mm -hmm. the Ace, King, King, Deuce. Got that dangler. Yeah. Oh, it's working. It's working. You're yeah. working. He is working. Yeah. You're doing it's great. Functional. Keep going, Matt. Yes, please. Yes. Just, just win all the monies, please. All right. While we're talking about people winning all the monies, huge shout out to our boys, Joey Weissman and Brian Pacioli. Mm -hmm. uh, they got first and second in the Venetian $2,500 event. Joey takes down 180K. I think Brian got like 120 ish. 126 or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great job, uh, gentlemen. Let's go, guys. Brian, we, uh, we've known since he was just a babe. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a little boy if you will he was <laughs> 16 I think when uh, we first started playing with his dad uh, Danny Pacioli yes. so the the backstory to this this would be a great conversation to have when Brent's on the pod uh, as we all met in the same poker room but myself Brian Lamana, and <laughs> uh, Brent all met at Salamanca Casino in upstate New York uh, we Played a regular 510 game every Friday and Saturday. It also included uh, Brian Pacioli's dad, Danny, who uh, we I thought was a doctor for Just a call long him Dr. time. Dr. Dan. Yeah, you're like, oh, when I first went there to play, you're like, oh, yeah, you're going to meet all these guys and there's Dr. Not Dan. Not a doctor. He was like a social worker. Yep. <laughs> uh, same thing, though. Same thing. Um, Helping and people. he used to come in and tell us stories about his kid, who was Brian, of course. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, yeah, you know, the darndest thing. I had I had a few hundred dollars in my PokerStars account. And, I woke up <laughs> and Brian had dusted it all off. <laughs> so he was out there uh, like grinding satellites and stuff like that back, way back when. Mm -hmm. um, but, I, you know, we all went to his graduation party, his high school graduation party. Like, no Brian forever. What was uh, the age disparity between you guys? I Not think he's like, what? He's probably like what thirty now. Uh yeah, probably probably like ten years younger than us. That sounds about right. Maybe maybe, I maybe say not. Maybe not. He graduated even, high school. Even. No, not even. I feel uh, like I he's my age. I feel like he graduated high school in either two thousand six or two thousand seven. Yeah, I just always think people oh. are younger than they are because I forget how old I am. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, I think I think there's probably like a six or seven year age gap. Mm -hmm. So he's probably yeah. He actually might be thirty five now. He's been around. Yes, minute. he's he's had some some really good scores yeah. with good uh, wins, with the legendary screen name of somebody suck me. <laughs> what? 
That was his GG oh, that's, screen that's name. That's his GG name. Oh, GG. I was gonna say he was yeah. he was the Czar nineteen forever on the uh, the old OG side. I remember seeing that update where it's like GG is like a chip leading the like online main event is somebody <laughs> suck me. Wow, I mean strong. You gotta give respect to this. To this what movie name. is that from? American Pie, maybe. Oh, it's also from. Uh, oh, I thought yeah, it was yeah. from uh, like a what is it? Little Dickies thing. Uh, oh, Dave. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that's what it's from. Yeah, that's what it's from, that's Dave. Right. Yeah. I like how I the snapping feel, helped me like figure it out. I feel like there was a Stifler reference. Suck Me Beautiful was. Uh, oh, from, yes, yes, from, yes, yes. Yeah, Stifler. <laughs> good, good, good job. See, Atlanta, kids show. <laughs> Shout out to all the kids out there. This Shout bit out to all isn't the funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think the bit's only just oh, begun. Man. I, I like it's that we Friday, can. Friday, you know, we're getting loose. I like that if we're like on the kids section, we're like PBS adjacent. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we're basically the nature channel out here, teaching, <laughs> teaching the youth of the world. Oh, Educating man. the future um, of tomorrow today. <laughs> we have another big winner. Uh, Talal, the goat himself, has won the Triton main event. Uh, nice. These A lot of money. These photos are, are gorgeous. Are they? Uh, Yo, yeah, look at him look cook. At How wow, good that look winter look photo looks. That trophy mm -hmm. is massive. It really dope. is. It really is, but it's really It should dope. be massive. Um, so dope. How much was first in this? Three million? Three over three. Two. Yeah. I think it was 3.2. There you go. I think it was, yeah. And the Mark Jacobs uh, watch. Fedor Not got fifth in this. Uh, he <laughs> he <laughs> had the unfortunate... Are we good? Yeah. Jacob. 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 Uh, Fedor got fifth in this. He had the unfortunate displeasure of having Kings get cracked twice at the final table. <laughs> the boys we are not back. The only way you can get them, really. <laughs> yeah, we all want to pour one out for Fedor and his bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> he runs so bad over these years, it's, man. That's yeah, it's been going bad for. They a do long it to time. him every time. They do it to him. I mean, every... honestly, he probably did get scammed worth of seven figures, somewhere in the seven figures range. He lost Kings to Ace King, uh, and Ace Ten all in at the same time. Yeah, and a then scam. he lost. Kings versus Queen to bust. Double scam, yeah. I mean, double scam. Unfortunate. Probably, probably like a million in EV. Yeah, it's a lot. You know what? I got a uh, feeling he'll be back. <laughs> he'll be all right. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't know if. I don't think I'm ever going to financially recover from. Yeah, this. he might not financially <laughs> recover from that. <laughs> Roman got Solid. ninth. Shout out to my man Roman. Well, his Six friends. No, it's just yeah. same one. It's all the same friend. Same one, yeah. Oh, okay. Roman's cooking. Bro, you could have gotten these swaps in. Man. So many That's swaps, yeah. yeah. Listen, man, next Triton's in May, but it's also doing online scoop in GG. Where is it? Uh, it's in London. You going? No. Wait, play online. hold on. Oh, uh, you're going to play with, like, hang out with pads and stuff, right? Uh, yeah. So you'll get your, your swaps I'll in get there. my swaps in a different uh -huh, way. I got uh -huh. you. I understand. Wait, Triton's, Triton's on, uh, in London? I think so. I think that's the really? next one. The next stop, yeah. So EPT Monte Carlo is the last week of april going into early may you're saying triton's like right after that mm -hmm. fuck man i'll there's a really high probability i'm actually there podcast on the road podcast on the road <laughs> well if Helmuth was being genuine in this invite to uh to play that week-long stream game at d to d um we would go, I think it's like April 24th to the 29th, and then we would go straight to EPT Monte Carlo from there, which would then have me able to do whatever I wanted uh, right after, which, you know, London would be a short trip back. But I don't know that I can be gone for a month, uh, especially when only five days of it is playing cash. Like, that sounds so bad. <laughs> yeah, that sounds kind of rough. I, I'm actually like... Uh, I'm actually, it's crazy because I've never been to Europe and I should want to travel and whatnot, but like, I'm actually bummed to be missing Florida for EPT Monte Carlo. Florida's great. We love Florida mm -hmm. stops. Yes. Florida's so good. Florida is the end of April? Yes. Uh, like yeah. the main is at the end of April. It's probably starting somewhere it, in the middle. I think it ends on the second because that's when uh, Choctaw starts. I know that most people that are going to Florida are going to do, it's kind of like a tri, like trifecta stop where it's like Florida, Choctaw, Lodge, and then back to wherever it is they're, they're going. Because they're all so close after the Choctaw well, one. After the lodge, it's WSOP, isn't it? Is it? 
I assume Getting so. close. Getting yeah. close. I guess close. WSP adjacent. <laughs> I think we're like a week out. Man, there's so much stuff to play all of the time. It's, it's great. It's this great. shit is popping right now. I didn't mean that in a bad way. There's just so much stuff to play all of the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time Forget to be the a tournament time. pro for sure. Mm -hmm. How many? How many? Dollars in buy-ins, you think someone could play if they're traveling and doing the whole thing and like not missing? Like you just play everything, and, and you're playing like thirty-five hundred and under. Yeah, you're playing like thirty-five hundred. You could play like a five K main call. You could think you can get like a million in buy-ins. Wait, where? Sure. Oh, throughout the year. I think yeah, Conrad yeah. has a million in buy-ins already this year. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. The answer is a hundred percent. When Ugranu was putting in a full schedule like ten years ago, um, like, like when him and stuff? Mercier. Yeah, like yeah. him, Mercier. Well, you know, these are 10K main, main, main though. Yeah. Uh, it was like him, Mercier, whatever. They were traveling the world. They were playing all the main events, literally the entire fucking schedule for WPT, EPT, uh, you know, whatever was going on uh, back then, WSOP, all that stuff. And they were barely eclipsing like a million in buy ins. And winning a million was like a huge, like so few people. I remember Mercier had like a four or five year stretch where he won seven figures in a row and it was unprecedented. Mm -hmm. No one had done that in the live realm for that level of consistency. Now you're not even making money if you do that. <laughs> like, like if if you're if you're playing an ABI of 5k and you only cash for a million that year, you probably fucking broke even. Yeah, that's true. Like, like straight on, like broke even. I like, feel like back back then a lot of these, you know, like they were 10k's a lot of them, but they were like freeze outs, right? And now it's like. 3,500 multiple days, re-entry each day, and you, all of a sudden you're in for twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars in for 3,500. Well, you also yeah. had to like chase it, right? Like Jay and Dnegs and all these other guys, they'd be all over the world mm -hmm. chasing these 10K buy-ins. Right. Like they would, you know, be in Prague and they would be mm -hmm. in Monte Carlo and they'd be in Barcelona and then they'd come back to the states and you'd see them in LA and Florida and Atlantic City. Like everybody made all the major stops, and it was about you know. They're, they're basically traveling two weeks out of the month every single month. Mm -hmm. Now it's like the same is true, but you're kind of on the road all year. Like you could be on the road for like 40 or 50 weeks if you truly chose to be. Yeah, especially and all you wouldn't the even WP. Necessarily, well, with the circuits too, you wouldn't even That's necessarily have the circuits, to leave the yeah. States. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. You, you really don't have to leave the States. You can probably find a good schedule where like you're on the road, say like 45 weeks of the year and and honestly you could be in vegas there's so, so many tournaments in vegas like a series after a series after a series like yeah i mean venetian always runs stuff like Venetian's every month stuff. win and then the win runs mm -hmm. stuff every three months or so yeah and then there's a hundred dollar daily at orleans circuit yeah there's uh tortoise <laughs> nightlies you can play i mean like just when anybody sees a gap they just plug it Mm -hmm. Like each operator just finds they see gaps and they plug them. I, I feel like yeah. the Venetian just rolls one deep stack into the another into the another. Like, it's I mean, like, the wind's oh, kind of doing that now too. Yeah. Um, it's also. just with different. Yeah, it's just different. But like the Venetians, like they do different buying prize points. Right. Kind of. Some are bigger. Some are smart. Right. Yeah. The wind's doing the same thing. They're going from the wind million straight into the the wind. What the fuck is it called? Spring uh, something. Is it right? the signature Spring, series? Yeah. Signature, yeah, signature, yeah, the signature okay. series. Yeah. Oh. Uh, there's like you know a two day gap or maybe a one week gap something along those lines between. Gotcha. The two. Uh, yeah. But it makes sense, right? Like so it's, it's wild. To play. Tournament players didn't used to move to Vegas because it didn't make any sense. Right. If you didn't play cash, there was no reason to be here. They had right. three major events a year, and they were all 10ks. Uh, one was a 25k. So they did the Doyle Brunson Classic. Uh, they did Festo Lago, and uh, Five Diamond, mm. and then the Bellagio. I, I, maybe one of those it was actually the WPT championship or maybe the Bellagio just hosted the WPT championship sometimes, but that was a 25K. So there was like four major events uh, that were spread out throughout each quarter. And then, you know, LA would only have LAPC. Uh, and then Bay 101 was uh, North Cal. And that was it for West Coast. There was no other reason to be out here if you were an right. MTT pro. Yeah. Uh, you, you like had to be supplementing with cash because you're right. traveling elsewhere, right? Like you're going to the Bergata Two, twice a year um this was you know maybe pre-florida but you were going to foxwoods a couple of times a year uh the east coast was always the the place that they pumped out a lot of the events uh but now never more so than now you can get in massive volume here just in vegas without leaving i think you see that a lot between here and vegas where uh, a lot of the florida regs like don't travel here 
and a lot of the Vegas regs don't always necessarily travel to Florida. Of course, they go for the three main uh, events that um, Seminole holds, but they don't always go for the Tampa stuff. They don't always go for uh, the Coconut Creek stuff or you know some of the circuits. Like or the even, Isle. Isle has yeah, like a 1700 circuit and stuff. Even like the, uh, th- there are a few events that um, Seminole runs in between. Like I know they run a big event during the World Series. Like nobody's leaving Vegas for that. Right. Um, so yeah, it's like more so now than ever, there's just like massive opportunity to be an MTT pro. And, you know, I said, you don't even need to leave the States. You might not even need to leave your local city if you live in the right places. Yeah. There's some good places like call it Florida, Vegas, Austin, I'm sure is pretty good mm-hmm. too. I know that Doug is trying to get some stuff going at the lodge. And out, like a lot of like low stakes tournaments, like just all around, like good series. It seems yeah. like for their, um, I showed up customer base. I showed up here yesterday and they're like, are you playing the 1700 World Series circuit event? I'm like, what? Fuck? You're like, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, first of all, there's a 2500 and a 3K in Vegas. So no, <laughs> like I would never leave Vegas to come here to play, you know, comparable buy-ins. But where, like, where's it I didn't at? even know this was happening. At the bike. It's at the bike? Really? Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. Wow. Uh, these, these are the stories where like you max late reggae because it's there and then you win. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I could have after yesterday, but then I would have had to skip today's stream. It doesn't seem worth it. Never mind. Win. <laughs> win instead. Madness. Madness. Just win instead. Though I guess there is a 3K high roller today that I could maybe max late reg. But Ooh. I think I'm without a room because this place is fucking sold out due to the tournament. You got friends? Do well, you? Do I? <laughs> Only friends. Do you? <laughs> I mean, I mean, do I? I'm too I'm old excited. Couch, couch I'm excited for all this poker. There's poker everywhere right now. I love it. Mm. It is great. We're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to sit down and, and iron out a more permanent schedule now that you down bad tournament players feel like you need to be at the fucking casino by the crack of dawn. Listen, these start times keep early getting levels. earlier and earlier. I have to be there, man. Go, yeah. please tell me about the early levels, Lamana. Please. I have a lot of fun. The early, at the early levels, levels, people make massive, massive mistakes, and you're giving up on a lot of EV by missing them. Yeah, one time I tried I, to that, use a good hand as a bluff in the early level, and it didn't work. See, that is catching landing punts out here. That's one of the most bullshit narratives that's been spread for the better part of two decades. I have a lot of fun in the early believe. levels. That's reasonable. <laughs> you, I missed it. What? I have a lot of fun in the early levels. Oh, so yeah. Definitely have fun in general. Levels. In general, though, you're just like not making money in the early levels. If anything, like a lot of people, a lot of people are losing money in the early levels, especially Explain. if we're well, if we're correct that ICM matters from the first card off the deck, uh, for the first hand dealt in the event. If we're correct about that, mm-hmm. then you need to have a relatively high degree of skill in order to navigate the ICM model that early in the event. And since seemingly almost everybody's unaware of it, it means that uh, by nature, I guess like if you're the biggest winner from the chip EV standpoint, like it doesn't really matter. You're, you're going to have a reasonable hourly, but uh, because of the depreciating aspect of chips, as you collect them, the chips you win earlier are worth far less than uh, the chips that you just, you know, maintain uh, later on in the event. Mm-hmm. And the amount of work that's been done just demonstrating like how much EV is gained by stalling, how much EV is gained by max late regging, how much EV is gained by basically just not being dealt in. It's yeah. really difficult to uh, put forth a strong argument that says I'm making so much money at the 100-100 level that I can't miss. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. It's like that weird disparity where there's a lot of stuff that does happen, wouldn't happen, where you're more likely to quote-unquote catch punts, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I think there's also an overestimation as to how much stuff is really going on in that time frame. You know, sometimes you scam someone and you cooler them. Yeah. Well, it's also just like how much are those punts even worth? Exactly. Like doubling after you max light red when you go all in for 20 bigs versus doubling from hand one are two different spots to double. One is worth right. way more. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, like I said, I have a lot of fun in the early levels. I, yeah, I don't for know, sure, yeah. It's a party. Yeah, you, we get it popping. It's right. a party. It's a party. You get it popping. Pop you guys. Play a lot of hands. Well, what I you will get, say, what I honestly, will... for recreational players, though, which I'm like, I don't know, what do I, what do I consider myself? Recreation. Rec, rec pro? Recreation, um, yeah. Yeah. You're a tortoise, uh, you know? Like, you also want, uh, if you're putting up the buy-in, you, you want to, you know, not just be there for 15 minutes a lot of the time. I think you just defined... I think you just defined what you are. There you go. <laughs> Seriously. No, for sure. No, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i being serious because it's like, you know, if you're going to put well, up so a buy-in, you, you enjoy playing. Somehow... I, play, I play because I enjoy it, and then the money is the secondary factor. Okay, Maybe so, no. so put, you've, you've, defined your, you've defined your strategy. You've defined who you are. Because yeah. like, for someone that knows that you instantly make ROI by maxing, and you already get the EV, and your hourly is increased. I don't it know makes if that's hundred percent true, though. I just don't. It know. is. I, maybe. It is, but yeah. you know, there's a lot more fun than level one. What, what can it, you say? What I will say is the ROI is definitely higher. Like the earlier that you play, there's clearly a threshold, <laughs> right? Right. Mm -hmm. But max late registering, if you're a good poker player, is going to always give you immediate EV, and your hourly is going to be higher because you're playing the tournament your for less time. Your hourly is going to be higher for right? sure. Yeah. So hourly is higher, but what new what stops are doing like what the venetian is doing and some other places is if you register on time you get reduced rake so now you're paying less rake if you play from the oh, start really and that's now makes it worth more to register on why time why do they want to encourage you to register on time why they're making the party cheaper who cares because it's, no because it's re-entry man <laughs> oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The people are there <laughs> yeah. on time the more right. bullets they fire right 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 yeah yeah um, so you actually yeah, get to, money back but still to landon's point um if you if you don't estimate yourself to be in the top you know 10 percent of the field skill wise mm -hmm. uh it's it's almost certain that you're you're hunting money by being there during the early levels what if i do consider myself to be in the top 10 percent of the field? well get there on time buddy and, <laughs> you know what you know, get your ticket the night up. before like you do tortua yeah show right. up show out you know do hey. your thing yeah um it's a tortoise uh, in I, the main <laughs> i do think that it's good for uh, I guess like operators to come up with systems that will encourage people to register on time um, because I do think that <laughs> we should be discouraging sharp people from gaming the system to the best of their ability Right. Uh, and to Landon's point I think that there probably is a tipping point where you're giving something up by, by waiting past that point to register mm -hmm. but it's not like level 1 or level 2 I think it's probably somewhere around like when starting stack. Yeah. And I'm I'm guesstimating, right? Like I think that there are people far smarter than me that are going to be capable of modeling this if they haven't already to figure it out, but I would imagine it's somewhere around the 40 big blind threshold. That's what I was like, thinking, like 40 50 blind like coming in at 2 250 big blinds at the beginning and, or as opposed to coming in at 50 big blinds where you're already like a few hours into the tournament but it might be better yet. I think I mean just yeah, just in general the 50 sorry, big blinds you can play very no, very well. Well, just in general, uh the nature of tournament poker is such that doing anything that you're not going to consistently do for 99% of the event seems silly. So the reason why we got rid of the first two levels having no ante is because of the only two levels of maybe a 50 level event that play anti-free poker, right. which is meaningless, right? Yeah. It's it's silly. Nobody should ever show up for that. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with Deep that. Stack. Yeah, agreed. And it's kind of the same thing with Deep Stack. It's like the only time during the event where you'll have more than 100 big blinds, even if you're the chip leader, barring like it being the slowest structure ever, like the main event or like this win millions event that's taking place right now. In an average structure event, even the chip leader is going to be at 100 blinds or sub for mm -hmm. the majority of the event. So playing the levels where you are deeper than 100 blinds, <clears throat> sure, you might be able to carve out a little bit of extra edge because everybody's playing deeper than they're accustomed to. But if ICM is truly a thing, then you don't just get to execute uh, what you would deem to be a winning deep stack strategy. You have to execute a winning deep stack strategy with ICM layered over top. And that's not going to be as favorable for people who are comfortable playing deep because the people who are comfortable playing deep are cash players. Uh, and, and MTT guys don't spend any time studying 200 big blind stacks because, again, it's sub 1% of the entire event that you'll have 200 big blinds effective. 
Okay, I mean, you convinced me. Right. I, um, I, I'm not going to skip the pod to play the early levels. That, that was your entire plan the whole time, and it worked. Yeah, it, 100%. <laughs> yeah, because I'll be here. I'll be here. I'll go late reg. Like, average Scoop stack up my AV. for most of MTTs, for call it most live structures, average stack is probably going to be somewhere between 20 and 40 bigs. Right. Mm -hmm, right. So if you're able to play good poker between 20 and 40 bigs and you're like top X in the field, that's when you should play the tournament, you know? True, so sometimes right, when yeah. you're maxing and you max and you get 20 bigs, like that's beautiful. And I feel like, I feel like a lot of people, um, especially in the smaller, smaller buy-ins play the 20 to 40 big, big blind stacks very poorly. Yeah. Right? There's a lot so of like, rechance. Like there, there is an edge there to come in with 40 big blinds, 35 big blinds and, and just immediately have an edge over the field. Correct. Cause like there might mm -hmm. be a spot where a button opens, you look at deuces and small blind with 20 bigs and you All jam in. and then folds back to button and they start folding a hand like King 10 suited. Right. Right. You're just printing by jamming. Folding here. sixes somewhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like folding hands are like, they don't want to flip or do mm -hmm. these sort of things right. where now it's very easy to underestimate how much you're actually winning by getting that through. Yeah. Right. Because now right. it's happening when registration's over, chips are worth more, needs to be called here. Otherwise, you're getting an unfair edge from a small blind mm -hmm. and you're just printing. Right. Yeah. You just get to w increase your stack by a lot by getting these hands through. Right. And that's you've now increased your stack by X where you're now playing within these constraints of. 20 to 40 big blinds mm -hmm. and you know how to play post flop very well you know how to play your pre-flop ranges really well so why would you not play a tournament when you enter with 100 big blinds if you're not as comfortable because most people right. spend their time in mdt land mm -hmm. 40 bigs and under yeah right if you can yeah. play if somebody can play 40 bigs and under beautifully they're going to be one of the best mdt players in the world yeah. They're just going to win every right, time. Right. Right. You just know how to play these stacks. You know how to navigate average stack. But it's so difficult and so nuanced because low jack button at 40 is different than low jack big blind at 40, different than low jack small blind at 40, right? Different mm -hmm. than multi way. Right. So all of the time should be spent in these constraints with the average stack is what you're normally going to have somewhere between 20 and 40 bigs. Yeah. Well, and to, to further that, uh, I know we should be talking about the win millions anyway. Um, coming into day five, mind you, day five. Day five. Day five. There are still 19 players left. The chip leader has 95 big blinds. Mm. That's yaya. And, and second in chips is not at his table. So the effective stack at the table is only 60 big blinds. So this is like just a lot of what you're going to see in a general sense of MTT poker is not about executing deep stack strategies, uh, which is all the early levels are really about. And, you know, if you care enough to play seriously... You have to figure out how you're going to divide your time in study. If you're sitting around studying 100 big blind MTT spots, you're just absolutely wasting so many resources when instead yeah. you could just skip the two levels that you're actually that deep. Mark, do you know any forward. events coming up in May that are going to teach people how to um, navigate these stacks? <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you should mention that, Brian. <laughs> uh, we actually have an MTT Academy coming up right before the World Series of Poker. Incredible. May 24th to the 27th. Matt Hunt will be leading the way here with uh, the tortoise asking all of the important questions. So many. Uh, it's a four-day event. Gameplay each day mixed with strategy uh, discussion in the morning. Uh, the gameplay will actually represent each uh, phase of the event. So from those beginning levels that we're talking about where you're a lot deeper all the way down to day four culminating in a final table that everybody gets to play at. Um, if you have any more interest in that or you want to know any more information, head to academy.solveyy.io, click the banner at the top. That will take you to the MTT uh, Academy. We also have a Poker Out Loud Academy coming up April 15th to the 18th. I think we have three seats remaining for this. They're going hot, baby. This is mm -hmm. our final Poker Out Loud Academy for the year. We're going to switch back to the old format for the second half of the year. So if you're interested in coming, divulging your strategy in real time, having us as coaches giving you real-time feedback and uh, you know, kind of critiquing things, um, feel free to head to academy.softwide.io and uh, we'll, we'll hook you up, man. We got you. Right. Very well done, Lamanna. Thank nice, you. Nicely done. Fucking so speaking of the, the win millions, uh, this is day five of a never-ending event. Seems like it's going to be <laughs> it is. a night. I can't believe I played this fucking thing. I had no idea what I was signing up for. I would have 
I would have never. No way Liar. I would have fucking played. I would not have played, man. My God, if you have 95 big blinds right now, you'd be the happiest little camper in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Do you know Relax. how unlikely it is for me to have 95 big blinds on day five and <laughs> then go on to still have a good showing? I mean, these guys are on day, going into day five. They've been playing for a week and a half. Uh, and they're only guaranteed at this point. I think it's thirty-two thousand. Thirty-two thousand five hundred dollars. I, I mean, it's the dream, I, man. I, I legitimately, I legitimately, I legitimately got fourteenth in the Sherpo main event uh, last January for about thirty-nine thousand, and it was only th day three. And at that point. I was irate. Murphy's <laughs> so only playing turbo from here on out. <laughs> don't, don't tell me how I would feel going into week two of this fucking event. Yeah. I mean, I've only 10x my bias. Listen, you can't complain about this and then also complain about the 5K being a turbo at the WSOP. Sure. I can. They're two extremes. They're two, they're two very wide extremes. L listen, I think the structure is fantastic. I just think that it's the wrong event for this like this this makes more sense for the uh 10k wtt championship where first place is going to be you know five fucking millions million yeah yeah it's like okay like let's let's roll with it baby let's let's do the 90 minute structures let's keep this nice and slow let's grind mm -hmm. it out let's show me who the best is that's great you know if i'm gonna rock it off 3500 and try to you know rip off a 650 score let's get that done some i think, I think i'm bringing this 3500 is some people's max that they're at, that they're gonna play, but also I think that, I think there's a sweet spot right in the middle, like of like um, ninety and sixty minute levels. You mean like a WPT seventy five? When, when I saw when, when I saw it was ninety minute levels on day two, I I, I did I also did think that was a little extreme. No, um, I was a fan. I liked it. I like I mean, it. I, I like I'm, it. A I'm part. never. I'm listen. The tortoise likes to go slow and steady, so I'm never gonna complain about longer levels. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Maybe seventy five. Even even an hour all the way through. Ends up being a good structure. I like the way WPT does it, where they have the hour levels the whole way through, and then at final two tables or so, or maybe it's final three. When the money really it matters, ninety. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they slow it down a bit. Yeah, not bad. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that um, I I think it's like completely reasonable that it goes to seventy five when the money bubble bursts, and then uh, if you want to do ninety for, you know, call it three tables down. So mm -hmm. like what would ultimately probably be day four. That seems great. I, I'm all for playing with structures. I like the fact that uh, this is slow when the money matters. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, it's not a, it's not a criticism. It's just a uh, who got time for this kind of kind of observation. <laughs> uh, Who's got time? I, mean, I think we all have time to win 600,000. So nobody got time for that right now. <laughs> I mean, He's on the a best winning MTG streak, players bro. in the world. This is obviously mm -hmm. amazing, right? Yeah. Like, uh, they they just get to patiently pick people apart and and do really well. And we'll see, like, if that ends up being the final showing. There's you know there's a fair amount of killers left in in the field, guys that are pretty good. Although, I will say that coming into day four, it was pretty star studded. I think uh, Foxen was still in with piles. Um, who was chip leading coming into day four? It was somebody notable. I guess I can just look. I have. Oh, it's Cal. Oh yeah, yeah, Calvin Rocket Anderson. Cal. That's right. That's right. That is correct. Dyer uh, has chips. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tim. No matter what day I go to, it still only shows me the current chip stacks. Um, but yeah, so uh, Zach Donovan is second in chips. He's had a nice run in some events lately. I think did he go deep in the 10K main? If I, I believe recall? so. Yes, I'm pretty sure he did. I don't have his head up, head up right now, but I thought that uh, he just had a recent six-figure score, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's been doing that pretty good be recently. I'm, I'm going to pull it up right now. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been doing well, if, I, if my memory serves me correctly. Yep, he got second um, in the Venetian 1600 in February for 151. Okay. He also yeah, got yeah. Uh, seventh in the... Five diamond for 166. So oh, that's moving. what it was. He's moving. It was five diamond. He's yeah. Moving. Yeah. And our, uh, 
Young Michael Dyer makes another appearance deep in a big field event. No real shock to see that. Uh, <laughs> I'll be curious if he brings the cereal to the table. I miss the I miss the did Dyer see bet uh, Twitter account. That one was so so fucking good, man. Uh, what was this? And like when when he final tabled the main, there was a uh, spoof account that popped up that said it, it was titled "Did Dyer C Bet?" because he C bets one hundred percent always. Uh-huh. Like he, he never checked a flop, not one single time during seven days or eight days or nine days. Or <laughs> he just never checked a flop, uh, and so like it was just this account of every time he played a hand, it was "Did Dyer C Bet?" and the answer was yes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and for anybody who knows Dyer, like uh, he's. He's very contrarian when it comes to like strategy and like he has his own thoughts about things and certain certain aspects of it, uh, you know, to him make a lot of sense that, you know, we can maybe push back on a little bit. But like, you know, he's out there doing his thing. Yeah, he's bro shaking. gets W's. You let him cook. 100% CBS strategy in the main event all, might might be good. Might be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it can't be. Well, people can't fold too much. <laughs> people do fold too much in theory. Um, so yeah, I'll be curious to see how this shakes out. Uh, I guess we can probably cover it again. I don't know. Next Friday. Once we <laughs> finally crown the winner. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Did you so, say next Friday? Friday? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, le- I'll leave it up for interpretation as far as which Friday I'm talking about. <laughs> I, guess, right. uh, I-, I guess Andy could be the, the final arbiter. Eddie, can you please text me what date next Friday is? Thank you. I think he, I think he accepts it when it's on the day of. So since it's Friday, next Friday, <laughs> man. I remember, I remember sending Matt a message I, I sent to a friend about like plans either like a Friday, it's like, this Friday or next Friday. <laughs> like, oh well, you have no idea how much we've discussed this one. <laughs> <laughs> Ad nauseum. Gotta love it, man. Berkey, what, what are you playing with tonight? What are you doing? Talk to me. All right. Are, are you on we'll the? Are you on the thumbnail or is it just Kitty? No, I made the thumbnail. Kitty, Kitty doesn't fucking come, man. She just <laughs> she's out there looking for a handsome man. And she's not gonna find it at the bike. So uh <laughs> she's she's relegated to prettier places of the world than the wind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, we're playing fifty hundred again. Looks like it's a pretty reg filled lineup. Uh big shout out to Johnny Vibes. Happy birthday today. Happy Young birthday, birthday vibes. Uh, I think he's on the thumbnail, but I don't think he's actually joining us. So uh, I'm not sure what the lineup will be. I think it's me, Masato, and Ishan again. Um, everybody else filling in. We we fucking ended up four-handed yesterday. Uh, it was it was the four of us, me, Ishan, Johnny, and Masato, and then the three Knicks. And we just I mean, basically uh, sent the Knicks to the altar. <laughs> <laughs> Vertucci was there? No. <laughs> he, Vibes he is back it. in the lineup. Is he? Yep. Live at the bike is just confirmed. Mm. Uh, maybe they okay. confirmed that they got you a room for the night too. Let's find out. Oh, maybe. Well, I don't know. I'm, I mean, if if the stream doesn't play, uh, or if the game doesn't play off stream, I'm just going to catch the last JSX flight out. Okay. Uh, so I can not miss the gym in the morning. Um, but yeah, it was Johnny's birthday. He said he was going to go to Vegas and meet his wife. So. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to hear he's back. Let's get out there fucking swinging, baby. Let's go. Let's get it popping, man. Yeah, what do you boys got lined up for the weekend? I'm going back to the Pac-12 tournament today for the semifinals. That was actually really fun watching four games back to back to back. Yeah, like, to that's back. actually the back. <laughs> like, that's really cool. Uh, got the um, tomorrow $100 circuit online event, uh, 75K. Thank you. God, you ended that with online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, online. Yeah, no. It's a great event, right? Yeah, it's like, I don't know, 3X rebuy, um, double stack. Yeah, it's a good tournament. Play that. We got got, uh, Lauren and Zeus's uh, little celebration because they uh, tied that knot up real nice on Sunday. So uh, that'll be fun. Congrats to Lauren and Zeus. That's right. Finally did it. Yeah. Do you still call him Zeus? Zeus. 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 Z-U-Z. I know, but I call him because Zeus. Because his last name is Zuzalo. Yeah. And you call him the Greek god of, or the Norse god of. <laughs> Greek. He is what? the Greek god Thunder. of um, Father of grammar. Apollo. You know? 
of language. So <laughs> yeah, the god of language. <laughs> yeah, the god of lightning bolts. Uh huh. The god of this week or next week, I'm gonna have lightning. Uh, but yeah, 800 for me. I'm gonna play the one day one B of the Venetian. They're gonna play the win main because uh, it is possible to to win both. You know, win I'm, not main. Put, I'm not gonna put the cart like the 2200. Oh, the 2200. It's like the second main, I guess. The 800 day two is on Monday. I'm assuming. Oh, no, the 2200 day two is yeah, on Monday. Yeah, yeah. And the 800 day two is on Sunday, just like they did last week. Is it or is it tomorrow? Ooh, it might be tomorrow. Flights or, I think are there three flights or two. I don't know. Uh, I, would, I would assume that there's going to be three flights to this. Anyways, it's possible to win both, I think. It has to be. They wouldn't do anything other. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, so I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to win po in poker and, and not rocket ace queen for 90 bigs this time. There you go. Too, the, people, the people want a piece. Should we start uh, crowdsourcing your your come back here in the tournament space? Wait, you're talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I we said, should. I said Tortua. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking to Landon. Yeah, no. we'll do something. We can get you lit, man. Get him, get him, get him a piece. Well, we might, we're, I'm we gonna, might have I'm to gonna, start gonna, thinking uh, about this. What? I said we might have to start thinking about this. Maybe uh, maybe start including the, the listeners. Like maybe do like uh, something tortoise like a members only thing. Not just tortoise. Like I, I think we could all you know, start mm -hmm. selling small pieces at face. Oh yeah, members. Kind of, well, we kind of like we what Dnegs does. We promoted the members for what we need to, uh, you know, hit that yeah, member. Big buy. shout out! Big shout out to everybody out there who's been supporting the stream for <laughs> mm -hmm. all these years. Uh, really appreciate or all these years, all this year, year. Uh, Brad, I did uh, have Brad Nesser just signed up to be a. He's been a fan of the podcast for a while. I'm surprised he already, wasn't already a member, but he is now a member of the Nerds and Brains. He's probably just reading up. You Maybe know. he's reading up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. shout out to Brad. He's Brad's always out, out there. there. Yep. I had an idea that I didn't write down. You have a lot of those about about something we could do for members leading up to the World Series. And I've oh, I do remember. Hmm. Should I say this on air? You're talking about what I suggested. Kind of committed to the the event. Yeah. Yeah. I think oh, I'm scared. Yeah, let's talk about it more off air. I know <laughs> okay, we're we'll we'll talk about that one off air. We might have something in the works. We're leaving you guys with a little bit of a tease, but I think yeah. that like that's a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. Um, but we should start. But if we do, we should start running like. I have a whole idea of like how we can start running the contest now and almost Perfect. create like a league where they're playing for it. Oh my oh, god! Oh, even better, Rob. I feel like they're gonna have us do work. Please put the music on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got lined up this weekend, Guap? I am going to be catching up on some editing. I'm going to fire that $100 tournament with Brian. Yes. And uh, play wow. some cash. Yeah, but are you going to go to the win? No. He Probably said, not. He go said to the win. editing. Go man. to the win. <laughs> go to the fucking win. Lady, you know the, you know the go to the fucking gym guy? Yes. <laughs> I would love it if every day for like the next two weeks, you just made uh, Instagram reels in that vein for Guapo. Just saying. <laughs> Just go, go to, to the win. win. <laughs> <laughs> go, to the fucking win. go to the fucking win. Yeah. Oh, is go that you the out corner. there crying about your bankroll not being big enough? Go to the fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. We can cook. Uh, I think you'd be good at this, Burke. Yeah. No, but he, Landon looks like him, or at I least do. used no, to. No, you do. Yeah, you have the hair. No, he if Landon had, If I had Landon's hair or Landon had my arms, we could pull this off. Landon needs to grow a beard out, though. No. That's true. No beard. My nephew just shaved his beard and sent me a picture, uh, but he kept the mustache. Oh, and I have oh to tell no. You, it's, it's one of the most jarring things I've ever Mustaches seen. Mustaches oh, are in, man. No. They're in. All right, I'll send him a text now. I'll forward to everybody so, so Guap can fill the audience in on what I'm saying. I guess they won't really have any reference because they didn't see them with a beard, but the mustache alone is just pretty jarring. Um <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that out there but yeah uh i think that that's probably going to do it for us i'm going to go grab a little bit of food before i get to play so if you guys want to head over to live at the bike we're going to be live at 3 p.m i believe is yep. when the stream actually starts uh i'll be down there rocking and firing around one so it's a it's a bit of a delay holy shit Played that's eric yeah <laughs> i just texted him no <laughs> god you I look go, so different I go, bold choice keeping the mustache he goes it wasn't a choice <laughs> Wow. that's the yinzer in him you, you oh, just have man. to you have to have it uh but yeah i think we're playing 50 100 again stand-up game encouraged get this thing off the rails uh play a lot of all-in pots man everybody was fucking all in a lot yes. yesterday we like it it's, it's fun fun for the viewer okay. too 
I want to play stand-up game bomb, double war bomb pods. Now we're in there. Yeah. Like, let's get it going. Because a, you can we do a poker out loud like that? That'd be fun. <laughs> but if you play, listen, if you play double war bomb pot stand-up game, you don't get to sit on a split. So it really incentivizes people to overplay uh, non-scoops. Yeah, the, yeah. the last time we did bomb pots on Poker Out Loud, I lost my mind. <laughs> this, is this is facts. And it was not he, because he actually, of mm -hmm. uh, playing the hands. It was because I had to sit and wait. You know, not everybody has the answers, Landon. Uh, we were just trying to feel it out in the moment. It's difficult. Bomb pots are hard. And, yeah, uh, you know, it, it got to the level of disdain where I turned off the headphones because I was not in the hand just to hear what was being said. It wasn't happy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you act like a real big baby. I was so unhappy. <laughs> it, took th it took 45 minutes for six hands. Oh, my God. On that note, we are out of here, guys. Berkey's going to crush them today. Landon's going to go to the gym. Tortu is going to go, I don't know, cook some brisket. Let's go get cook. it popping. Thanks for joining us, guys. Peace.